You know, Mr. Farrakhan had done an interview a while back and he was talking about immigrants coming to the black community. You know, a lot of times everybody say that, well, we're so broke, we're so poor, we don't have anything. But yet the minister is going to point out how all these immigrant groups come into this country and come to our community so they can start making a bag. Let's go ahead and roll that. If we don't have money, why are the Arabs here? If we don't have money, why are the Koreans here? If we don't have money, why is every immigrant that comes to America find their way into the black community to build their empire, their American dream on the black nightmare. So we have got to change that reality. And the minister is not lying. I seen growing up in Port Arthur, where I'm from, how Vietnamese people came into Port Arthur and, and went into the black community. Because I remember I used to live across the street to a, a family of Vietnamese people. We didn't have no Vietnamese in our neighborhood, but a, Vietnam, a group of Vietnamese people moved in. They had about 10 people in that house. And they got their stores, they got their shrimp boats, they got all the things living right there in the black community. They used to go catch shrimp, and then they would be riding around in, 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 in a van talking about, go, act, go ask your mama if she want to buy some shrimp. I'm just saying that's how they would say it back then. And, you know, like, hey, mama, look at the Vietnamese lady out here telling me you want to buy some fresh caught shrimp. They just caught, you know. So, oh, shoot, you ain't got to go to the store. The Vietnamese lady got it. So a lot of times that's how we would be getting the shrimp in the neighborhoods from the Vietnamese people, right? But they eventually get their bag up, and they end up moving out and going to the white place where they want to live, right? All these different immigrants do that. You got the Indians come in there, the Arabs come in the black community with their businesses. Everybody come in there. But, 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 they, but they want you to believe that we have no money. Now, collectively, we have a lot of money, but the problem with black folk is that we don't appropriate our money because we don't have a code. You understand what I'm saying? If we actually had a financial code in how we move and spending our money, then we would get up, be a lot better, but we don't have any kind of code. Maybe individually, maybe even groups of us have a particular code we move by financially, but you have too many references. On this channel, I've covered many times where you've had Asian people attacking black people in nail salons. And we're, we're making videos talking about, okay, black women stay out of them doggone nail salons. Stay out of them beauty supply stores. They will argue you down, fight you, talking about they need their nails done, they need they weave, all those sort of things that they have said over the years. And while black men have was protesting a few of them, they show they show right back up. Remember the brother Tyrone Muhammad some years ago? Went to a nail shop, checked the people for putting hands on the sister, broke their window and everything. Tyrone Muhammad got arrested. Tyrone Muhammad went right back out there and seen a line of black women going in the same place that he got arrested at. That's why no other group respects us because we have no code. We have no honor either because other groups could disrespect us and we'll still pick up our dollars and give it right to them. But let, but let a black person, let a black person be in business. First of all, you want a discount that you never ask the Asians and the Arabs, anybody else for white people. You never ask them for a discount. Well, black folks, you demand a discount. 
You get mad if they price something a certain way, but you never tell the Asians about their prices or white people or anybody else. Whatever the price the white man tell you to pay, you're going to pay it and, and you're going to be happy doing it. Well, black folks, if we don't have money, why are the Arabs here? If we don't have money, why are the Koreans here? Right. If we don't have money, why is every immigrant that comes to America find their way into the black community to build their empire, their American dream on the black nightmare? So we have got to change that reality. When it comes to customer service, if a black business have an off day or something happen, you're ready to trash all black businesses. We'll let you go to a, to a white establishment. You're not trying to say, see, that's why I ain't going to white businesses no more. This is how white, this is how you white people are. But unfortunately, a lot of you have anti-black racism in you. Yes, you hate black people. Just as much as your bastardized father, the white supremacist. I told you. The white supremacist is your bastardized father. That's why you can't get away from him. And that's why he can't get away from you either. Y'all have this, this sick relationship that you personally got to sever that relationship with the white supremacist. And I know when you have that relationship with the white supremacist, it's when you want to hunker down in this place so much and you, you can't see yourself doing nothing else, no matter how bad it gets. Now, we just recently saw that the Supreme Court overturned affirmative action in college admissions. Now, because they did that, you know what's coming next, right? Affirmative action for jobs. That's coming next. Now, you may not even care about the college admission thing. You say, I ain't in college, I ain't worrying about it. But when it comes to jobs, now we know statistically white women benefit more from affirmative action than black people. But some black people have benefited in a small way from affirmative action. They can take this thing all the way back to the 1950s on y'all. You still gonna hunker down here. You're not gonna say, hey, you know what? Eh, I, I, I'm done. You know, I'm done. I ain't dealing with these people no more, right? But you wanna keep a relationship with your bastardized father. I just really, that's really what it is. That's why there's no big movements to do a whole lot of things that we need to do as a community. But we don't have a code financially. We don't have a code. Our code is fast we get the money, fast we need to spend it. It's just that simple. Everybody else coming to our community knowing we're going to spend money with them. No matter how racist they are to us, no matter they beat us, whatever, you're going to go right back in there the next day and give them your dollars. And that's why we don't get no collective respect as black folk. Well, let me know what y'all think about you know, what, I, what the minister's talking about here because he's spot on. We got money, we just don't appropriate it the right way. <laughs>